Okay, so we are on Pasuk Yud, and uh, as you recall, back in Pasuk Test, we spoke about uh, doing two things for Hashem, very Gimel Pasuk Test, um, quote-unquote for Hashem, uh, in other words, for needy people. And that is... Kabed es Hashem mehonecha. Honor Hashem with your wealth. That meant to give charity to the tzedakah to the poor. Umeireshes kol tvuasecha. And I did this last time. Initially, let's lamed gimel. You said you said gimel. Eric gimel pasuk. So kabed. Yes, Hashem, honor Hashem, mehonecha from your wealth and from the first of all your produce. So that's the goal. There's people have people have money and people have mm-hmm. produce. Um. Honecha is from a language of Mikol Masha Hanancha Hashem. Masha Hanancha Elokim. So that's what language of home means. Okay, so now in Pasak Yud, we're being told if you do that, if you give charity and you also uh, tithe your produce, so then. You'll get a reciprocal bracha, vayimalu asamecha sava, and your um, storage houses will be filled with to seishiti to to fullness. Vesirosh yikavecha yifrotsu, and the. Um, wine of your vat will burst forth. So it says the goal of these two are correspond to the previous two. Um, your 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 treasure houses a samacha is from that which is that which is samui minaim. And they're called the reason why it's called a samacha is because it's the place where things are hidden away. Okay, so that's where you keep the treasures. So that corresponds to tzedakah. If you give from your home, you give from your wealth, so you're going to have wealth. And if you give from your tithes, so then your produce is going to be very fruitful. You're going to have lots and lots of produce. Rabbi Shulman, you said you were going to differentiate between measuring what we do now versus what it says here. Oh, thank you, Yosef, for reminding me. Yes. Right, so back to Pasuk Tess, we're talking about Rashi's called Vlasacha, so Yosef was asking, wait, but don't we also give Miser from money, Miser Ksafim? So it's uh, Miser Ksafim is to give a tenth of your, of your, of your money, is more, it, there's some discussion about it, uh, either has to do with with uh, 
some sort of an asmachta, or, or, or in the end we conclude that it's a, it's a minhag, uh, as opposed to miser of produce, is a black and white mitzvah deraisa in the Torah. Right? It means if you're a farmer and you grow produce, you must separate off, off your tithes. Whereas, um, just the point is that nowadays, that you know, if we just do back in an agricultural society, that was all very nice, but nowadays that most people are not farmers, so then we just mean that there's no, uh, there's no charity being given. That, you know, that, that most of that, you know, there was a, they went to Levium, who were involved in Torah study, and uh, divine service, service, and there was also, you know, the Meiser Sheni, which also uh, acted as a Meiser onion. It was given to the poor people. So nowadays, they, they wouldn't, you wouldn't have all these things. So, the, the minute portion of all Israel is to give one-tenth of your money. A tenth is something that fundamentally does belong to Hashem. So, it's a, it's a correct minhag to do. It's a, um, but, that's not what we're talking about here. right? So, really fundamentally, um, that's one thing. Second of all, fundamentally, tzedakah and miser ksafim are also different things. We have miser from produce, that's one thing. Now there's another thing called tzedakah. Tzedakah is charity to a poor person. That's another thing. Miser, ksafim, a tenth of, of your money, really, really is meant to replace the miser of produce which went to the Levim. The Levim who were involved in uh, learning Torah and teaching Torah, propagating Torah in Klausro. So fundamentally, miser ksafim should be for supporting Torah learning, such as your favorite Kolo Tersami, who are about to have our annual uh, budget fundraiser. So save up your piggy banks of Meiser Ksafim. But, but, nowadays, it's become accepted, again, being the Seminag, so that people will use their Meiser Ksafim for all sorts of good deed activities, not exclusive to supporting Torah. Torah still takes the, uh, the prime spot, because that's really what it's for, Meiser Ksafim, but uh, Meiser Ksafim can be used for other things as well. Make sure what you say. I mean, where is tzedakah? Tzedakah is meant to be given to poor people. Yes, but tzedakah, as in my sir, um, I learned this last half year that my sir only counts for because it was formerly given to the to the Levites, right? It only counts for Jewish uh, for Jewish causes, right? Okay. As in, as in, where is tzedakah? You know, you can give as much tzedakah as you want. I was I was counting my Meister money towards you know Ukraine aid and things like that, uh-huh. and I learned that I was it was incorrect. Uh-huh. I, I was, it was the, yeah. So. Yeah, so it wasn't a lot of Jews. Okay. What? Yeah, it wasn't for just Jewish causes. Like, it was just to. to yeah. Mm-hmm. I hear right. Meaning, if music is raising a point that you know, if you're if you're doing um, you know uh, nice other nice things, you know, say save the whales foundation. Uh, they've got a big beluga whale that needs a veterinarian. Deep deep sea surgery, right? So then uh, you, know, you cannot use your miser money for that. 
Is there a beluga whale or they just make that up? No, uh, beluga whale. They have some at the... Oh, they are in need of a veterinarian surgery currently? Uh, I, that I don't know. We're, you know, passing a plate around for <laughs> Okay. Well, you can use it for your day school tuition. Yeah, yeah. For your education. No. No, no. Might be. No. Even for yeshiva education? No. Because it's an obligation on you. You can't use it for anything. It's an obligation on you. Again, I don't want to make it into a halakha shir. We can have a halakha shir. Uh, if, theoretically, you have to find out if it's true or not. If, theoretically, you're paying more than your fair share. I mean, the, 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 you know, let's say your child's education really only costs $13,000 and you're paying $16,000 because the rest of that is going towards other people's children who cannot afford, then those $3,000 you could you, you could write off from a miser. But your own children's education? No, it's an obligation. What about your education? Okay, let's talk about it. Let's, like, okay, let's get back to Mishle. Uh, maybe we'll... Uh, actually, I think I spoke to Bearish about scheduling a Sunday morning breakfast for that uh, monthly uh, shear, the Sunday morning one. I think I think one of them uh, should be a nicer one. Talk to him about it. Okay. Can I, can I clarify one more thing? Yeah. When you're when we're so when people are quoting Psukim, I, I guess maybe related to this as well that we're quoting Mishle about nicer that if you give as long as you do your ten percent that Hashem's going to give you so much back. So this, they're, they're quoting this now in relation to a minhag. Right, because so again, so this, this, but this minhag does emanate from... Um, uh, it, it, it comes from, you know, this... Uh, from, from um, like I said, it, it's an outgrowth of the miser that uh, you know one takes from his produce so by extension you know so the same extension that that obligates us to give the mice exophim is the same extension that will um extend the same um you know good results that'll come with it that's so interesting like a minhag can be able to even though it's not exactly the same thing because it's connected somewhat it can still tap into the same Shefa that Hashem is able to bestow on people for something totally different. It's not totally different. That's why, meaning the whole reason why we obligate ourselves in the giving of tenth of our money is because it's conceptually extraordinarily similar to giving a tenth of your produce. Tenth of produce uh, would be essentially a person. Because for a farmer, that used to be a tenth of his earnings. So nowadays, okay, fine. Are you saying saying so it's an it's really, it's really a, a stand-in for all the, all the obligatory. Right? No, you say produce specifically. Well, because racist is normal like pork. Oh, racist, uh, racist. No, no, racist. So Shuma is called racist. Bikurum is called racist. Chala is called racist. Okay, so all, so all the obligations. That's what I'm saying. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it yeah means all, the, all the obligations. Yes. Not just correct. Correct. Pork. All the time. Yes. Exactly. Okay. Fine. Um, so again, so we just so show that uh, that pasuk yud parallels pasuk tes. That for doing those things in pasuk tes, so then a person is going to have these positive results of pasuk yud. Uh, yud alf, Musar Hashem b'ni altimas, the Musar the 
the Gon translates Musar over here as Yisurim, the afflictions that Hashem sends to you. Don't be uh, revolted by them, don't be repulsed by them. Don't be upset at having can I, received. Can I, can I say this translation? Don't spurn. Spurn? Okay, it sounds like a nice word. I'm not sure the exact, uh, but it sounds good. Treat with disgust. Yeah, okay. Va'al Timas. Sorry, Now, Tochacha, what's Tochacha? Tochacha is where. Someone tells you, hey, what you're doing is wrong. Rebuke. Right? Rebuke. Thank you. So, so unlike the Musr, Musr is, the God says, is Yusurim, where you're being afflicted. So that, we can understand how Hashem can afflict a person. Hashem sends a, uh, whatever it is, a... A hornet and it stings a person or whatever it is, right? So we, we, we get it. Something bad can happen. It could be Yisur, right? But how is, in what way is Hashem giving us tochacha, reproach, rebuke? So that, says the Gon, means through other people. You know, say if, if Hashem sends a messenger, a person to you to uh, tell you that what you're doing is, is uh, wrong, don't be, uh, don't be um, disgusted by it. Don't push it away. Um, accept it. So this is uh, whether it be just someone telling you something that you're doing is wrong. Try to think that this is Hashem telling me. Obviously, the guy is just what he's saying has nothing to do with what you did. You know, it's literally just taking his frustrations out on you. You didn't do anything wrong. Okay, that's a different story. But often there is something that. We did do wrong if someone's rebuking us. So try to hear that message. Don't uh, be disgusted by it. Don't be upset with it. Uh, try to hear that. And then back, uh, the first half of the puzzle is Yusurim. Accept the Yusurim be'ahava. Accept the Yusurim with love and understand that this is, this is good for you. This is um, fixing you up. It's like a surgery. Get into the best surgeon in the world. You're so grateful uh, that he took you in, you know, made room for you in the schedule, right? To cut you open, right? <laughs> right, but yeah, but you're grateful to him. Thank you for doing that. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Hurts, hurts a lot, but thank you. Right? Okay. <clears throat> so what is al um, takot? To be disgusted. Because I am, it's, it's written chaser as well. Okay. Okay. So I don't know if that's maybe. I don't know. It lessens the disgust. I don't know. <laughs> like like Tzeruah. Uh, um, it could be, but it's also we see by the midstream, that the Parsha Shmos right there in the beginning, um, that we were like coats him in their eyes. We we're like thorns in their eyes. Well, it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Something yeah, very unpleasant. Yeah, something very unpleasant. Okay. Pasuk Yud base. Can people give Musr as well, though? Can people give Musr as well? Musr, sure. But if somebody comes and starts afflicting you and torturing you, then then you don't have to appreciate it. No, I guess, I guess I'm just a, I'm not understanding it from the 
more again we're making a distinction again we're making a distinction Musr here the goal says means afflictions where Hashem actually sends you something painful harmful mm-hmm. right the answer is you should accept it with love if a person has Yisurim you should accept them Ba'ahava so before you get more brachas that a person should accept Yisurim Ba'ahava if you want them to work if you want them to accomplish their job you have to accept them Ba'ahava if, if the whole time after you have your surgery you're angry as a doctor and you're doing everything the opposite of what he told you to do so then it's going to undo the results of the surgery right? then now the next point is that other people they would have to be reshoim to come and attack you and hurt you etc but we're not talking about that we're talking about if other people come over and they give you reproach they, they, they uh, give you tochacha you should gladly accept that as well so what, I feel like maybe tochacha safer would be better than muster safer no? Um, fundamentally, the word Musr and the word Tochacha are similar. Okay? Um, the difference the goal is underlining, they're, they're accomplishing two different things. Musr is where one, where one is afflicted. Now, when we learn Musr, we self-afflict ourselves. Um, whereas... Tochacha is where someone tells you that what you are doing is wrong. It would be difficult to write a book that tells you that what you, what you are doing is wrong because the book doesn't have eyes to be able to do that. Yeah? I guess I was thinking from the perspective of the author. So what? The author, well, who, is he, who is he giving reports? Okay. Yes. I think. Okay. I think you get the point. Yeah. Uh, is okay. It seems to me there's an ongoing theme between Ben Amlamako and Amlachavero, right? Well, here is that. We saw, but also, but also here, right? Where? Right. Right. Because the Yisurim come from Hashem, right? Just, just, like, yeah. just, just like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mehonecha, right? I understand. Right, but but the others you give to God, right? The the, the mycer and stuff is this goes to Hashem. Well, hold on a second. But mihonecha from your wealth, yeah. you're giving it to the poor people. Right. Right. So that's been a dumb But it says kavedas Hashem mihonecha. By doing things with people. Right. There's definitely Hashem and people involved. Right. In both, yes. Right, right. So, so this, is, this is people, the other is... Eh, it's, it's also... I don't know. So, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think it... Okay. It's, uh, yeah. Let's go. Oh, Rabbi uh, said... Your other question? There is an expression, Katsuki Bechayai, right? Right. It's all the same. So that's the same. It's also the same, yeah. Okay, Pasek Yud Beis. Ki es asher yehav Hashem yochiach. Uka'av as ben yirtzel. Right, so like a the, the, the person that Hashem loves, him he reproaches, and like a father that wants his son. Okay, so says the goal. Ki'ain derech lehochiach rak 
You only give tochacha to someone you love. The pasuk is linking. The one Hashem loves, He gives tochacha. Because you only give tochacha to someone you love. Why? Because otherwise, why should I get involved with you? Now, we don't mean the annoying person has nothing to do better than to go around bothering other people. I'm talking about a talking about healthy people, normal people, right? So you say, oh, that's his business. My, uh, I'm my, my own business. I've got enough of my own difficulties, right? Why should I get involved? I'm going to give him tochacha. You know what's going to happen. He's going to afterwards resent me and this, that, the other, right? Not worth it. So, but if you care about the person, you say, listen, I know he's going to, it's going to be a whole thing. It's going to be a, maybe it's not going to be very pleasant, but I can't just stand by and be quiet while this person is ruining their lives. Um, so then you give the person a reproach, you say, listen, this is bad for you, which... Uh, you know, this is like a uh, an extension of the mitzvah of loving your fellows you love yourself just like you wouldn't want something bad to yourself you also don't want the bad to your fellow so if you see that he's doing something harmful to himself so you tell him so then we can we, we can see that if that the same thing is going to be true with Hashem mistama oev if you, if you see, if you see that Hashem is sending you tochacha, you can extrapolate that seemingly Hashem loves you. Now, perhaps there's other reasons. If you learned the Torah Hashem, second chelik, we have seen that there are other reasons why some certain things might happen. But, but it is a reasonable assumption. So, if you see that you're a person who has these types of involvement of the divine hand in his life, then you can say to yourself, Hashem loves me. Ukav as ben who neged hamuser shall tima. So, so again, um, we're going jumping uh, between the two, and um, notice what we're doing. Sometimes it goes A B A B. Sometimes it goes A B B A. That's a Mephorish Gemara, beginning of the Dorm, as well as other places uh, that we, you, you could have a different relationship between two psukim. You're lining them up. So in this case, it's we just had Musr, which means Yisurim, that Hashem gives you. Don't, don't be repulsed by them, accept them Ba'ahava. And Hashem gives you tochacha to other people, of course. Also, you know, don't be disgusted by that. Right? So now, we're saying the one Hashem loves, he's mochiach, that's going back on the end of Pasuk Yudalev. And Ukavez ben Yudzeh, we're going to see that's going back on the Musr. So as the Gon says, Ukavez ben Yudzeh, Uneged Hamusr, that goes back on the beginning of the previous Pasuk. Shaltimas that a person should not be disgusted by the by the Yisurim that he is sent. In directly Yaser Rak Avbeno. I mean, one thing is if you care about somebody else, you're gonna tell them, listen, my friend, I love you, I care for you. It's not good. It's not good to be late to early morning Seder. It's not good, right? 
That's one thing. But, but, you're not gonna like it. I'm gonna have to take out the belt. <laughs> Over here, right? That you only do to your son, right? Or the students. Ah, <laughs> oh, those were the days. Ah, right, Misha? Back in the days when the teacher, could, when the grand chess master could just take out the long ruler and go, right, you can't do that anymore. Okay. <laughs> So they have been in the halacha during the three weeks. <clears throat> so, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whack them. Okay. So, so the point is, so the goal is pointing out that why are we switching analogies? Is it the one Hashem loves, him he gives reproach to, as like a father to a son. Right? What's the, what's the father to a son? A father beats his son, that's why. Father afflicts his son. Why? Because he cares more about him. Your friend, you'll try to intervene, you sit down, you tell him everything, maybe even scream at him. That's, that's as far as you're gonna go. You're not gonna you're not gonna actually, you know, take out the belt, right? But with your with you but with your child, you're gonna give him a spanking, right? Because you care about him. Like the apostle says, right, that um, that a father who spares the rod really hates his son. Right? It's yeah. a popular adage. Uh, spare the rod, spoil the child. There you are. Okay. So, uh, so, so that's the. Uh, it's not uh, normal for anybody else to afflict someone, only a father to a son. Even if you care a lot for your friend, he's your best friend, you're still not going to you know, give him a spanking. If he turns a blind eye, a deaf ear, a cold shoulder, and whatever other expressions he wants, right, to what you're saying to him, us who also, then you wave your hand and you say, okay, what can I do? The guy is a fool, and you walk away. It's fine, let him go ruin his life. What can I do? As Bano, but a father to his son, he's not going to let it go. If he doesn't listen, he still doesn't leave him. He uh, afflicts him until the son leaves the evil way that he's doing. Because the father loves the son so much. Cain, Libo, Koev are also the Hevitz be Hitzdako. So, to the extent that the father loves his son, is to the extent that he's pained by his son's negative behavior and he wants him to be a tzaddik. Cain, Miyasr, also, Lehetev. That's why he's going to take him to the next level. He's going to. Uh, I just had my, my parents were at my house sharing some stories. Uh, my grandparents were there. So, my mother said that. One time, she, my, my grandfather was not a very great disciplinarian, but I need to say he, he, he loved his children so much, he, he was very hard for him to bring himself to, to spank my mom. But one time he gave her a good spanking, and she said, like, finally she felt like, oh, he's controlling my life. I'm like, I can, I can live a ha- as a happy child. And then she saw my grandfather, like, sobbing in the corner. <laughs> 
crying from from having spanked her, and it's like it was all over. Um, but the point is that, uh, that uh, you know, that it's uh, he. He was doing it out of love, of course, but uh, and then a, a child needs it. Okay. Vasiman Magmas Ahavahu. Now, how do you know that the spanking is out of love? This is an important lesson for those that punish their children. Hopefully, everyone does punish their children. All children need punishment at some point. And if you do, here's an important advice. After you have afflicted them, once you take the rod away from the child, you want to, you care for the child, you love the child, and you want to do good for him. You say to him, I love you, you're good. When you get over this, we're gonna take you to to where? To the pizza shop, whatever it is, right? Get you a get you. why will you be confused? Why will you be confused? Because he just made me have a But but the, on the contrary, it's very, very effective because Otherwise, the child just feels, oh, he just you know, spanked me because he hates me or he was having a bad day, he's mean, whatever it is. But if the child understands it's coming from love, it's coming from love, then it's, uh, it's much... Uh, what do you think about all the studies today that show that spanking doesn't actually cause kids? It has negative effects. Long-term. Are they doing it this way? Misha's question was what do I think about all the studies that say that spanking is actually bad for uh, for children so I asked if they all do it this if the spanking that they're studying is being done in the loving way that that Hashem does it to us that's what I just said is it being done with love? Is the spanker doing it with love? Right, because if sometimes it's I'm so out of anger, right? Then that's, that, that's very bad. It's very bad. That's what I'm saying. It has to be that afterwards, you want to do something good for him, uh, and you speak words of consolation, and you tell him you love him and, and that you want to. See good from him. That's the explanation. Why shouldn't you? Why shouldn't you um, be repulsed by the yusurim that you get back in Pasuk Yud Aleph? You know why? Because when Hashem is afflicting you with yusurim. That it means that you're beloved to him like a son. The akakach, and once that yisurim stops, you know what's going to happen? Hashem is going to love you and care for and want to do good for you. Right? There's uh, there's that mercy. Afterwards, after the wrath comes the mercy, comes the love, comes the comes the desire to assist you to get back up on your feet and to be successful. So if a person, yeah. so, wow. Stop it by. 
I was driving by and I was like... Learn one mission. My wife told me 30 seconds. How long does it take you to learn the mission? Alright, give me something. <laughs> okay. So... So the um, so that is so the goal is telling you big chizik that if a person is having yisurim, person is having challenges, difficulties, accept it with love. Understand it's coming from like a, a love of a father to a son, and and that once this once I've I've been cleaned out in this regard, so then Hashem is going to want to do good things for me. It's going to it's going to it's going to get much better. That's a Beautiful thing to remember. What if you don't have any Yisurim? What if life if you don't going, have any Yisurim, that means Hashem doesn't care for you. <laughs> I'm joking. You have times in your life. There could be all sorts of reasons. One reason could be because you're a Tzadik Gamor. It's another possibility. <laughs> the the other the other possibility is that maybe uh, maybe Hashem sees that this is what's going to be good for you to help you. This way. The other possibility is it could be a challenge. You know, lull, kind of lull a person to sleep. What? Sometimes the Yitzhahara that's uh, that's behind you is more difficult to to um, fight than the Yitzhahara that's in front of you. Yeah, some people they get when everything is good, so then they get depressed, they get start fighting with their spouse, being unhappy, while well, their pranasa, all of a sudden their foot starts to hurt, all those problems go away. <laughs> okay. Pasuk Yud Gimel. What did you say, Yosef? Can't hear you. Yep. Yep. After the after the rod is put down. Yeah. Joseph is is saying, does one need to wait for the for the yisurim to, to end for the good things to come? And so the going is saying yes. Once once the father pulls down the rod, then he is then he wants to do good to himself. Okay. Ashe Adam Motza Chachma. Happy is the man who finds wisdom. The Adam Yafik Tvuna, and the and the man who brings out understanding. Kind of. Um, we have to see what context the gone the gone uh, explained to us a number of times. I don't remember if it was earlier. Yeah, that that really chachma also has um, a certain level of basically chachma. The grand, the big chachma that we talk about really can also subdivide into chachma. And the female version of it, which is Tvuna. Okay, which would be, um, you know, the, the the raw information and the some sort of a level of understanding of the information. Then now that whole thing then moves over into Bina 
which the whole thing is understanding, but now that also has subparts of um, what's called I, the truth is that the the code word for the Tvuna of Chachma is no, come on Jeff Yisrael Saba Yisrael Saba Yes, Yisrael the grandfather. Yeah, that's, that's the name for it. We won't go into okay. now why. Okay. I think he said that. He may have said that. Yeah. Okay. You've not been reviewing. You've not been reviewing. Okay. All right. Just the last. We had that a long time ago. It was in the very beginning. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so he, this may be talking about Tvuna. This Tvuna may be just the the vessel inside of which the Chochmah is sitting itself, being all talking about Chochmah, just the two parts of Chochmah, or we may, yes, be talking about like a Bina type of a Tfuna, which would be the the other side. So let's see, so let's see, so let's see what the goal says. Kia Chochmah mi'ayin ti He said, Ashrei Adam Matzah Chochmah. Happy is the man who finds wisdom. Why are, we, why are we referring to it as finding wisdom? Because the Pasuk says, This is a very famous... Um, oh, uh, Hold on a second. I just realized there was a... We should come back to this Pasuk because I skipped. We have There's a Hagor from, from Menachem Mendel Misklov back in the previous Pasuk and his Haggos are always worth reading. So let's let's just circle back to that please. So again we spoke about the father desiring his son after he's afflicted him. Says says Rabnachem Mendel Misklov Neged Ha Hashem Vesar Yeah you should have it. Previous prosecute prosecute base at the very end. At the very end, you should have a hagot. Oh, here it is. I got it. I got it. Here it is. Great. So he says, Nearly as deity, she who neged hayira as Hashem, the sar meira. So we have a Pasuk to be, right, we should, remember we saw that, that was Pasuk Zion just earlier. You should be afraid of Hashem and remove yourself from evil. And those were, years Hashem is where you don't do the Avera to begin with. And Sarmei removing the, the Ra, is where even if you did do something wrong, so you do Tshuva and you remove that evil from yourself. Okay, so those are the two. And we said, and the Gon said back then that the, um, to a certain extent, the Yira, when one holds himself back from doing the very what he wants to do, that can act as a. That, that's just a. Um, that, that's just a like a low sase, meaning you're just abstaining, you're just not doing. Whereas if you do do something wrong and then you go and do tshuva, that's a positive act of doing. Just double check that I'm right about that. Yeah. 
So, so actually, it's the opposite. If you look at the Pasuk Ches, he, so he explains that Shiku Ilas is that when you withhold yourself from doing the Avera that you wanted to do, that's almost acts like a, like a mitzvah saseh. That's why we talk about, we're talking about your bones, which has to do with the Ramach Ivarim, 248 limbs of the body. Whereas doing tshuva, that is just removing breakages from yourself from having done a love. That's uh, so that's why it has to do with basar, which has to do with uh, with love. So again, Rav Nachman was saying that over here, by us, um, like uh, again, the father, uh, whether it means that he gives you reproach because he loves you or he afflicts you, right, and then he cares for you. That, that we're now saying correspondence to back in Apostle Zion, Shein Mitzvah Sase Velo Sase, Vehainu. And that that's also corresponds to Kabed as Hashem, Mihoncha, honor Hashem from your money and from the first of your produce. That whole thing was a positive commandment. The entire Pasuk test is a positive commandment to give tzedakah, to give uh, tithes, right? And then the entire, and then there's the reward for it. And the entire Pasuk 11 is all the removal of bad things from yourself. That's all the Musr. So he's tying together for us all the way from Pasuk Zion all the way to where we are in Pasuk Yud Beis. Pasuk Zion tells us, hey listen, there's, there's two things. There's Yira, which is kind of like an assay where you overcome and you do a heroic act of not doing the, the, um, the Avera. And then there is, even if you did do something wrong, you do tshuva and you remove that bad from yourself. And now we see, um, and we talk about how that's going to be, that one's going to be a healing, one's going to be a, a strengthening to your bones, right? And then Pasuk, Tess and Yud both focus on doing positive things, giving charity, giving tithes, and what the good results are you going to get from that. That corresponds to Yerush Hashem. And then Pasuk Yud Aleph and Yud Beis talk about if you did do something wrong, so then the like like the Pasuk says of the sur Meira, remove the Ra from yourself, that'll be through accepting the Yusurum of Hashem that he sends you, or accepting the Tochacha, the reproach that he sends you, and uh, and, and then also you'll have positive good results. That's uh, we'll see now before we before we do Pasuk Yud Aleph or Yud Gimel which we don't have time for anymore for today but I just want to raise our attention so if somebody could remind me next time you could write it down maybe make a note Yosef you, you did a good job last time uh, to remind me is let's go back Pasuk Yud had another component that we have not yet spoken about the beginning of Pasuk Yud says Alti Chocham Beinech Sorry, that's a Yud Zayin. Pasuk Zayin. So it had that first part that we've not yet kind of, we kind of forgot about. Don't be too smart in your own eyes, which we don't think that you figured out 
the reasons for the mitzvahs, and therefore you can violate things because you know really what Hashem wants out of these things. Then we launched into Yira and, and Yisurim. We've discussed here the Surim for the for, from Pasuk Test or through Pasuk Yud Beis. Now let's see where Pasuk Yud Gimel will lead us.